Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett Podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. And, well, you know what they say, right? Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. Well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alex Garrett Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. Well, it's kind of interesting here on Alex Garrett Podcasting that I found out today it's the 60th anniversary of the debut of the Andy Griffith Show, and I'm not sure if my next guest has enjoyed it. You've heard him before, Danny Voice, but it's topical for what I'm talking about today with Danny. 60 years ago, Danny, we could have fun. We can laugh. We can enjoy ourselves. 60 years later, I, I don't know. I feel like we've departed from the humor department in, in light of all this, and you and I don't, but I feel like everybody else has. So first of all, how are you doing? How are you feeling today, this Saturday? I'm feeling pretty good. A little sore, but I'm good. I know that uh, you've had a, a busy week as usual, and you just turned, what, 30 last week? Yep, 30. That's uh, that's amazing. So last time we talked to you was 29, and, you know, as people may know, he's recovered from 62 surgeries, and here he is at 30 years old, a pretty remarkable uh, guy over here. But I would say, Danny, you are the king of LMAO. You, you like to type it a lot. You. You, and I'm sure it's to everybody who makes a joke to you. But being the king of laugh my ass off, um, are, are you finding what I'm finding that you can't really be funny all the time with people? Is Are you seeing that? Not so much for me um, because I'm around people who take jokes every day. But but from, I'm actually, I'm, actually every day I'm the one getting roast, roasted by uh, one of my good friends. So, well, sure, but I mean, you take it in stride. A lot of people are not taking humor in stride, and that's kind of what I want to have you on for because you and I laugh about everything. But if that ever hits Facebook, you'll get outcry, and I don't think it should be that way. I think people should still be allowed to have humor, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. Everyone is a little too uptight. Nowadays. And and especially when the same people that say you can't make a joke about so-and-so make jokes about Trump's hospitalization. It's like, come on, guys. Y- you got to allow for someone on your side to be criticized once in a while and have a laugh with us, right? Exactly. Uh, and I just know that it's, it's not possible these days. And I get frustrated. Um as I'm sure you do, but what are you seeing out there? Like, if, not in your friend circle, but if you see Facebook, what are you seeing? Are you seeing that uptightness every day or every other day? Um, I would say every other day. I I try not to pay attention to it. But sometimes it's right in front of our face, and yeah, this goes into. And I don't know if you've had it happen yet. I haven't. But I feel like in today's world, you can't even have a meme because that would be flagged fake news. I don't know if you've had that experience, but I just start to see that's where we're headed. Yeah, I can see that's where it's headed. Um, I know now with Facebook, we have to be very careful of what we post because you can be in Facebook jail uh, 
was something so innocent and uh Facebook was like, No, you can't do that. And it could be like a joke from the Babylon Bee or the Onion, and they still might put you in jail. It's really, it's starting to get ridiculous. And so mm-hmm. I, I guess what we could say, though, is humor is needed during this time as a coping mechanism. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, definitely. Any experience you want to talk about, like where you felt that that, especially in 2020, is getting you through the day, like just all the laughs that you have? Well, from my experience, humor got me through the past, Two years, um, as you know, I was in the hospital and rehab back in 2018, and then had some other medical issues last year and early early this year. And humor really got me through everything. Do you think it's a bold thing to make humor out of all this, or do you think it's natural? Well, for me, it's natural, um, but I think. For the most part, um, it's bold for everyone else because they're too um, scared or um, apprehensive about being criticized. Canceled, right? I mean, we've seen people be canceled for being funny. It's really ridiculous. Yeah, this whole cancel culture is really ridiculous. Like, you can't cancel anyone (laughs) You can't, but they try to, and then it's like, well, we can't be funny then because the mob will just shut it down. I'm like, no. You know, I feel very comfortable saying the new slogans. I know you hate politics, but this is kind of my, my new thing if you want to hear it. There's a couple things yeah. that I've, I've got on my brain these days is that criminals are allowed on the street like same-day delivery. You know, you bring them in, you put them out back on the same day. Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, our uh, ballots may not be counted until January. Tell me how that works out, Danny. I don't know how that works. It's just, it, it gets crazy. But you see, if I posted that on Facebook, because I don't know who actually listens to this thing, uh, if I post that on Facebook, I'll get roasted, and it shouldn't be that way. Exactly. And then my favorite line nowadays is the GOP is the go out and play. The Dems are the don't even move party. So it just, it's, it's amazing to watch the, the distinctions between the two. But I know that politics is not your foray, so we'll try and say wait. But for you, what cracks you up the most? Um, well, I do like self-deprecating humor. Um, and people taking shots at me um, in a joking manner, of course. Um, I, like I said, I have this one friend who roasts me every day about anything and everything about me, and he knows I can take it. That's the important thing is you got to just show you can take it and not be thin-skinned, and, uh, and, 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 and that thin skin is what we're seeing more so than ever, but uh, does it ever yep. cross the line for you? Never, no. But I'm, I, I, what I mean is like, so there's no boundary, people could just joke, or do you ever get rubbed the wrong way on certain things? Um, rarely do I get rubbed the wrong way, um, because uh, for me, it's like, I've been through enough shit that I don't care really what other people say. And neither should any anyone, to be honest, but we do. We still have that in the back of our minds uh, daily, yeah. it seems like. 
Yep. Um, but like I said, uh, I've been seeing trauma so much that it's like, I don't care what you say. And and that's sort of the thing, right? It's like people want us to be offended by what someone else did. And it's like, no, we've been through enough shit to know that's a joke, you know? And, yeah. and, and people don't understand that, I don't think. Exactly. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, about five years ago, I had a friend, you know her. Yeah, you know her. Um, and so I was having surgery um, five years ago. And she, uh, about, I would say a week before the surgery, she right on my wall, died. And... Everyone and their mother had uh, had to go at her like they were, you know, they were condemning her for saying that, and I'm just like, people, you've seen her right on my wall, things like that before. Why are you going at it now? Well, what do you think it was that, that... So you're telling me other people have joked for you to die, in other words, before her. No, not... No, she's the only one who did that, but it's like everyone saw that and, and was like, oh, why are you saying that when he's about to have surgery and yada yada? I'm like, you've been my... You guys seen her, like, stuff on my wall that... Uh, not... Uh, that's not supposed to be funny, but I find it funny because it is. <laughs> so why, if you don't like what um people are posting on my wall, just scroll past. Danny, it's interesting you mention that point because I do believe scrolling past uh something you dislike is better than commenting at all at this point. Exactly. And it would kind of show that you were just chill like everybody else. I don't know. That's just how I would see that. But. Yep, exactly. I agree. So people who go out of their way to comment, I find, are somewhat humorless when they try and interject themselves. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, definitely. And do you think they ever try to be funny? Like, just to be, to try? Yeah, I've had people comment trying to be funny and... It's usually people who never actually comment on anything. And like, okay, why are you commenting on this when you haven't commented on anything else? They haven't commented. They haven't even reached out to see how you are, Danny. That's the other thing about all this. Like, yeah, that's true. They, they come out of the woodwork and say, oh, this is not funny. Well, why why didn't you talk to me when I was posting other stuff? You know, it's, just, it's ridiculous. Um, you know, there's a lot of forms of humor, and I often wonder this because I bombard you every day with TikTok <laughs> videos. But uh, that's another platform. But how many videos, how much humor do you get sent every day? Oh, like constantly, because I'm part of this group on Facebook that... Um, most of it is all memes, so um, I'm getting bombarded every, probably like every minute almost. 
Danny, I got to say, when you laugh so hard through text, I'm like, don't split your sides, please. I don't want you to laugh that hard. <laughs> I mean, you have 62 surgeries. If we have a 63rd because of humor, we got a problem. Here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it's good. It's good that you're able to laugh. I also know that sarcasm is our thing, right? This is a 90s thing. And even yeah. some of our even some of our peers have lost it. I don't know. I just feel like they have. Yeah, I can see that. Because, like, instead of just rolling with the joke, they have to say, no, it's actually this way. And it, and then, of course, <laughs> I I don't think it's funny that, um, that, you know, someone tried to track me down at 1 a.m. in the middle of the street. However, I do think it's amazing how serious some of my peers get. It's like, well, if you do this, you have to think about the factors about how, how other people are judged. It's like... Can we not go into a science experiment over every little thing? This is what's happened, Danny, is the studies are just being thrown at us, and I just want humor. I want funny shit to be thrown my way. Exactly. Same. I mean, there are some great memes, and yes, COVID was a disaster, but I also think if there weren't the memes, none of us would be as upbeat and spirited. Wouldn't you agree? I definitely agree on that. At the same time, it is like, so should we be laughing at everything or is there something serious? Like, here's the, here's the world we're in, right? We laugh at something that could be serious, uh, except when everybody else is, uh, how do I say this? We're laughing at stupid things and we got people laughing at serious things. It's like, what, this, this doesn't make sense. How come the funny people that laugh at silly things but don't laugh at the serious, the roles are reversed? I don't understand any of that psychology. Mm. Me, man, I'm a psychology And you're a psychology major, that's right. I, I, you know, it's just like, what is that? It's, it, you, <laughs> we laugh at stupid things, but when the president's hospitalized, that's not funny. But to an entire sector, it is, and I don't understand mm. that at all. It's just, it's just tough. Okay, what about your family? Is your family still keeping up some good spirits and, and humor with you along this journey? Yeah, um, more so my mom than my, my dad, um, just because me and my mom were closer. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're always uh, making jokes and stuff. Where do you think you got your sense of humor from? Because I know you have it. I see it. Definitely my mom. That's adorable. That is funny. Did she, was she like sarcastic in the night, like when you were a kid or what? How did you end up inheriting that? Um, I don't, I'm not really sure, but, but, um, like my whole, my mom's side of the family is, uh, very funny. Um, especially my uncle, um, they, you know, they made a stupid uncle joke, um, which are funny. Um, so that whole side of the family is probably where I get all my humor from. It, yeah, that that is amazing. It seems to me that our brains are always like trying to find the humor and everything. Uh, and yeah. I feel like it runs too fast sometimes. You ever find that? Like, why is this funny? This shouldn't be funny to me, but it is. And, and then it's like on a four-time cycle. I don't know if you feel that. I certainly feel it, though. No, I feel, I, I feel like that every day is um, especially now that I'm in that group I just mentioned, because they uh, they post things that aren't supposed to be funny, but it's like 
They are. Yeah, and you mentioned self-deprecation a little while ago. Um, yep. It does feel like if there's another problem, you're just going to have to laugh at it because it's just like, of course the joke's on me again. You know, I don't know if you feel that sometimes, but... I, oh, I feel that uh, anytime I have uh, something gone wrong with me, it's like, eh, well, that's nothing new. <laughs> and it's almost like a Curb Your Enthusiasm running joke that, that, that runs in our head. Yep. Uh, because... Uh, oh, oh my gosh. You know what's funny about today? I'm interviewing you on Ostomy Awareness Day. That is wild. I just thought of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, okay, I'll tell a funny bag story, and then you can tell a funny bag story and uh, okay. if you want. But uh, I, I tend to tell jokes. For those who don't know, I do have a colostomy bag, and I've had it since I was six hours old. I tend to joke joke about it at times. But there have been some really odd situations I found myself in. For example, Yankee Stadium, 2009, uh, 20, somewhere in the 2000s, playoffs. Someone points to me and says, oh, uh, you're leaking. And there's shit on the floor, Danny, of the Yankee lobby. And I was like, what do I do? Thank God I brought an extra bag. But, I mean, it's those stories you will never forget. Um, you just won't yeah. forget it. Uh, because you're in the middle of Yankee Stadium, this pristine Yankee Stadium, <laughs> and the bag is leaking, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and then uh, what was my joke to you recently? I said something about how... Uh, oh, and I have the first pitch, and there's leaks on the mound. Like, I could just see that happening for Ostomy. We're just like... How about you? Any because this has been a tough journey for you. I know it has. Uh, being an yep. ostomy wearer, it's not you, normal for you. You had to get adjusted to it. But are you at the point where now even that has its humor, humorous moments? Not really. Um, I haven't had any uh, humorous uh, what I, what I would consider humorous moments with that. Um, probably because I'm just. Now, starting to accept that I have one. So, uh, and also, I don't think I can beat. Uh, I don't think I can beat you with the uh, the Ostomy stories because, especially with the Yankee uh, Stadium story. Danny, you know, I just keep getting notes about President Trump in the in the hospital, and last night Jim Acosta says. Why didn't he take questions? Let me tell you, you and I, we've been hospitalized a lot. If someone's going to yep. ask us a barrage of questions, we don't want to hear it, right? I mean, who would want to take questions if they're sick going to the hospital? It doesn't make sense what this logic is, that some people want exactly. to answer questions even while he's sick. It doesn't make sense. Exactly. And, uh, like, imagine you're going there and all of a sudden, like, a barrage of reporters, Danny did, you'd be like, what the freak is this? Yep. Uh, and so I guess from us, we can have an experience and say, yeah, uh, take it from us. We know what the hell hospitalization is like. We don't want to take questions. Um, exactly. But it is amazing to see how this guy's health is being documented, yet someone who does have an ostomy or someone who does have something different, we get overlooked a lot of the time. Yeah, that's so true. Like the health heroes, the healthcare heroes save us, but... Of course, you and I have had that appreciation as we were kids, 
it's amazing to me that the appreciation just started for them. I'm like, wait, they should always be appreciated, not just during COVID. And I know that the therapist, if I don't mind, if you don't mind me saying, I know you have sessions about all of the bag stuff. So does that help you find a brighter light with the ostomy when, when you have these sessions? Oh, definitely. Um, I see you right. Um, I haven't actually talked about my ostomy with my therapist in uh, almost three months now um, because um, three months ago, I um, when I went to my urologist for my uh, six months uh, follow up, um, I actually talked to him about the past two years and. Um, I had him explain to me exactly what happened, why it happened, how it happened, and he explained everything. Mm. And now I can, now I'm able to just put that to rest and move forward. The, uh, the mask debate, because you and I probably should wear it since we're health, you know, quote, quote, high risk. But does yeah. that debate ever crack you up? Like these pictures of people wearing the mask wrong always cracks me up. Oh yeah, uh, it cracks me up seeing them uh, wear it wrong and just them uh, opposing to it in general. It's like you don't know who is high risk or has an autoimmune disease. Because they can look physically fine on the outside, but inside they're dying. Mm. And that is very—that's a great point. I, I just know that it's—it's it's fascinating to watch that people in a dense area. First of all, people to be in a dense area together still doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. It just—it's—it's. It's, yeah. It's not normal from what we've been told, and I think yeah. the government got it right on this to social distance and to. To mask up. Now you have parties in your backyard and you're all masked up and you're still able to yeah. have fun and tell jokes, right? I think in a way being masked up, you're still able to be yourself somehow. Yeah, definitely. Um, the mask, for me, the mask is as annoying as it is to wear it. Um, it doesn't, um, pull away from me having fun. And, you know, it's funny. So this is the 60th anniversary today of, of Andy Griffith's launch of the Andy Griffith Show. But 60 years later, I don't even know if sitcoms are on TV anymore. I feel like they've all kind of died out. Maybe because I don't watch enough TV, but it all seems very serious on our television nowadays. Yeah. Um, sitcoms, I don't, I don't watch much TV, but definitely the sitcoms that I've grown up with, what we've grown up with, since we're both 90s babies. Um, definitely, um, it's not the same today as it was 20 years ago. It's not. It's actually more crass in a way. And actually, some like to joke about killing people. It's like, that's not even funny. But yet, yeah. some sick people find that funny, which is just unbelievable. You know, you just mentioned 90s babies, and we're Libra babies. You and yeah. I are Libra. So let's get into that for a quick minute. How does the Libra, do you, does the Libra sign, like, do you feel it? Do you ever let it determine where your path is going to be for the day? I mean, I don't know. Do you read horoscopes or not really? I don't read horoscopes, but um, 
I always um read about the traits of a Libra and I'm definitely a Libra. Well and, and it's it's the balancing act, right? I think when you and I see something that's totally amiss, we have to balance it with our own thought. I just realized that over the years. But actually I think being balanced and having a Libra could help you stay stay in good humor, good wit, wouldn't you agree? Definitely. Because if you if you are balanced, you're gonna have that balance of of finding things funny, and and it's good to have that. I've never thought of that with a Libra. I always thought just the scales, but there's probably more to it than than we realize. Yeah, some some people don't believe you know in astrology or horoscopes. Um, I I'm like on the fence. Um, I don't know because uh, I, I don't read my horoscopes. Uh, I don't understand how it works, but um, but reading about Libra and all the traits, I mean, that's definitely me. Danny, we're almost out of time here today, crazy, but I want to upload this to our my blog talk radio, which is going on too, and I want you to be featured on there as well. So we're going to wrap this up in a minute, but you said earlier, lighten up. People who may not lighten up after all of this, what do you have to say to them? Like, what do you have to say to people who just can't take a joke? Um, you are gonna die early, then. Say that again. You're gonna die early. Well, that's the thing, and I think that's kind of what's kept us alive is to find the funniness and all of this stuff is just like yeah. better. And hey, if we can self-deprecate. People should just be able to take a joke, as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. And I know we've talked about it before, but the disabled community, gotta ask, do you find them not handling humor well? I know you're in a group that does all everything humor, but do you also find that some of the community say, don't say that, it gives us, you know, a bad name or something. Do you ever find that as well? Oh, definitely. Like, I would say 90% of the disabled community... Um, or offended by uh, certain words and terms, like like I I refer to myself as crippled on on a daily basis. Um, you know I don't find that offensive, and yet I would say ninety percent of people in the disabled community find that offensive, and it's just like it's just a word. Yeah, and actually, that's amazing that they've also found differently abled. I I don't mind that term, but I know some people don't like that term. I happen, to, and I know you're not a proponent yeah, of it, but I I do uh, love that word. Yeah, uh, the differently abled, I'm not offended by. I'm, I mean, that's that's actually pretty accurate. Um, but yeah, I can see why some people might not like it. And uh, and though and so, your final thought on on really. Should we go ahead and make the joke anyway? I guess would be my question. If we if it if we think about it too long, it's going to eat us up inside for not doing it. We're going to regret not doing it. But would you say go ahead and make the joke anyway? It'll make you feel better. Definitely. It and it, it, once you do that and you break the ice, I mean, you you can go places with that. Exactly. I'll tell you one thing. So Matt Sambolin, my, my ops manager here, said, you know, we're really handicapped here. I said, I know I'm the last leg between us and falling <laughs> apart, you know? 
<laughs> That's and, great. And I'm not afraid to say that anymore because it's like it's it's there's some truth to it, but it's just fun. And yeah, I try not to make the leg a thing. I know people will be like, "What you talk about it all the time?" I'm like, but not in like a a way of feeling bad. I just say this is what it is, you know. And and of course now you can't say that because that's what Trump said about COVID. But the honest truth is yeah. that is what it is. That everything that's happening now seems to be an is what it is moment, and no one wants to fight it back. And when they do, yeah. they're they're shut down for doing it. I don't get it. You're mean. It's like we don't want this virus, but don't take that vaccine. It's like, come on, that's hilarious. Why? Yeah. Why it is. not? I'd rather have these swearing pigeon parrots give us a diagnosis at this point. You know. <laughs> oh my god. And the best line of that was that they'd say 150 other birds of that, um, or 250, whatever, of that bird zoo would feel compelled to curse. I'm like, what? What in the world? <laughs> and and how healthy is cursing? One last question. How healthy is it? Not only it's good for radio or podcasting, but in general, do you think it's just healthy at this point to get through things by cursing once in a while? Yes, definitely. It's during this time. Yeah, especially during this time. Well, Danny, thank you for a humorous, serious mix of both on today's Saturday Sit Down. It's always fun to catch up thank with you. Thank you for having me. And I definitely want you to have it back, all right? Definitely. I'm Alex Garrett. We'll talk to you soon.